Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. CC, your uh, dimly lit room to put in the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And you know, it's a hump day. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Tiger Woods. Oh boy. Terribly injured. Auto accident. Gruesome really? injury. Really? I hadn't heard that. It's shocking news. Tiger Woods, the golfer. Was in a car wreck? He was. We are not a serious country. We're not a serious country at any level. <laughs> no, no. Way. How can you simultaneously have? We've hit a half million deaths, the biggest tragedy in the history of America. A moment of silence, national address by the president of the United States. Twenty-four hours later, the serious news programs. I'm not even talking about the fluff news programs. The serious news programs dedicated over half of their time to Tiger Woods' car crash. I know. We are not a serious country. No. And he is we, a very good golfer. <laughs> and we get what we deserve. If that's, I mean, I assume they're giving people what they want, and it's not what I want. I needed zero Tiger Woods news out of my serious news programs last night. Zero. Yeah, maybe a quick mention. I'll head off to ESPN and figure out what I need to figure out. Tiger Woods, the famous golfer, is in a car crash today. Uh, injuries are unknown at this time, but he seems to be okay. In other news, that would have been fine. Special report with Brett Baer, my favorite news program. I did the time. 35 minutes out of their oh. hour was spent on Tiger Woods. Yeah. They did 20 at the beginning and then five like in the middle and five at the end. Jake Tapper, 40 minutes out of his hour was Tiger Woods. The other uh, 20 minutes was uh, Trump's still a bad guy. So there was your your news on CNN. It's just it's just ridiculous. And they're I just, giving the people what they want. Maybe the problem is you, huh? If this was still here, it? he'd say, "Hey, in, in name a hit." They're giving you the hits. But, but that, that again, like I said, uh, 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 the fluff news shows that's fine. There gets to be that. But shouldn't there be some serious news shows? You'd think there'd be a market for that. Apparently, there's not. Well, and or there's nobody who's decided to play in that space, or at least not that we're aware of. So I decided on the way in this morning as I was getting angrier and angrier, trying to find any news coverage that was not Tiger Woods. And they have nothing to say, by the way. It's not like come back in winning the Masters two years ago was one of the great sports stories of our time. It's not like there's even any news to tell me. So I'm trying to find any news anywhere. I want people to text today. What's your news source? Where do you go for news? Maybe there's something out there that I'm not listening to or watching that I can go to that's a good place to get news, because I'm not getting it at the right places. Well, I'll tell you what, the uh, the, the the choices in broadcast news or electronic news, uh, who broadcasts? It's all cable. It's all fiber optics. Uh, they are very limited indeed. I have spent my day scanning the, the printed word. And I've found all sorts of great right. stuff. I understand that, but I I would I, I want to know broadcast options. Mm-hmm. I can't all the time sit in a chair and scroll through Twitter or whatever and read stuff. I do a lot of that, but I want sure. to have some audio or video news that I can watch or listen to while I'm doing other things. And it's so hard to find. What do you use? Text line four one five. 
295-KFTC. I'm going to la- ask this show the uh, this question the entire show because I really want to know if there's some smart people out there who have found a news source better than I have. 415-295-KFTC. They haven't. They haven't? You just don't think it exists? No. We've had a couple of people recommend the uh, the, the anchor news on uh, Newsmax TV as being a very serious news broadcast. I'll give it a whirl. But I'll for all I know, they spent 35 minutes on Tiger uh, Tiger Woods. <laughs> I will tell you one thing I have learned. You do not want a comminuted open fracture. What is that? Oh, golly. That is, the bone is in more than two pieces, and it's sticking out of your skin. So it says to a compound fracture, hold my beer. Yes, yes. Evidently, his uh, leg, foot, and ankles in pieces. Uh, it's none of your business. So I liked how many times yesterday, as I was, I wasn't trying to watch this. I was trying to get away from it. But there'd be some doctor saying, uh, "It's uh, uh, how how will it affect his golf game, doctor so and so?" It's difficult to say at this time, and I would yell at my TV. Oh, it's difficult to say because you have no idea what his injuries are, and he's still in surgery right now. Is that why it's difficult to say how it will affect his golf game? That would make it difficult he's, to say. He's still in the operating room right now, and you have no access to any uh, x-rays or the doctors. Enough. You have no information. Is that why it's hard to say at this time? Mom, <laughs> Mom Dad's yelling at the TV again. Uh, Brett, the combination of having no information plus uh, every uh, patient healing differently, uh, it means I'll only drone on for two minutes. <laughs> I wish more yeah, people I know would, would answer those questions with, how the hell would I or anyone know? You doofus. How would anybody know the answer know. to that question? <laughs> I don't know, and neither does anybody else. The doctors in that room barely know. And they Do you have any non-stupid questions? <laughs> Do you have any non-stupid questions for me? If not, I'm going to go back to what I was doing before. I'm going to go tend to actual patients who I know something about. <laughs> You're not going to be asked to be on cable news anymore. Well, so maddening. In other news, there's a genocide by the most powerful country on earth. We'll give that a minute. Back to Tiger Woods. <laughs> we're not a serious country. No, indeed. No, huh? well, we're amusing ourselves to That's death. That's the end of the Roman Empire. They had uh, they had hordes on their borders that were getting stronger and stronger and could be a threat. But I'd rather watch the Lion Christian show over at the Coliseum than hear mm-hmm. about that. Right. Yeah, well said. Well said. Um, you know, it's teamwork that makes the dream work. There's our board operator. I'm sorry. Technical director Michelangelo. Pressing yes. buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. With his new title, technical director, he now has his own parking spot. But still has to use the community bathroom. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, my news source is Jack, just so you know. USA Today, Access Hollywood, National Enquirer Online. I, I find there it very, go. very... I might as well watch Access Hollywood as the news shows I watch, at least yesterday. The hell. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing well. My journey into the NFTs, your non-fungible tokens, your top shots, your digital basketball cards continues. As for the second consecutive night, I was one of about 100,000 people waiting in a digital waiting room for the pack drop to occur where they were releasing 5,000 packs at the time. Uh, each night, I did not crack the top 50,000, and sadly, the uh, the 50,000-plus people required ahead of me to just 
quit or have their internet fail did not happen. So I, uh, back-to-back nights, I remain packless, but, uh, but undaunted, I, I journey on. So that was kind of the online equivalent of sleeping on the sidewalk overnight to get tickets. Kind of, yeah. 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 Gotcha. I still don't get it. Everything's virtual now. <laughs> what don't you get about non-fungible trading? Everything? Digital items. <laughs> Tokens. Get tokens. <laughs> we actually have a great email on that topic as part of a mailbag that will help dullards like myself get a little closer to comprehending it. I'm serious. What is your news source, audio or video news source that you go to every day? 415-295-KFTC. I'm going to ask that question all day long because I need better ones. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, February 24th, the year 2021. We're Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. Let's leap into action then officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go, watching our speed on the curves at Mark. At this stage, we've seen substantial evidence that points to the Russian Foreign Intelligence Agency, and we have found no evidence that leads us anywhere else. Wow. That's on the Solar Winds hack, the greatest computer hack in the history of the world, that they're more or less certain came from Russia at this point. Right. Wow, that's something. So More we, on that later. We have a caddy on the line. <laughs> that is really going to affect Tiger's ability to turn fully through the ball. Oh, boy. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's it's a sprawling epic. It's a, it's a combination of Gone with the Wind and the Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's just, it's fantastic. I'm wearing jeans today without a hole in the crotch, so I'm really feeling, <laughs> I'm really feeling uh, kind of dandy today, kind of first with, world. With, out a hole in the crotch? Yeah, was, you normally have a... It was I, I pointed out to me that, time surveying your crotch. Thank you. Uh, I, it was pointed out to me that my favorite pair of jeans had a hole in the crotch. And then if I uh, sat in a certain way, you were staring oh. straight at my uh, netherworld. Oh. Um, and I didn't realize that. So I got some new jeans. I'm glad so you fast. stand most of the time at work. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I wonder how many times I did... I, I'd like to know how many times I did that over the however many weeks or months I had a hole in my crotch in my jeans. <laughs> That's really not cool. We had a coworker end up, once, Jack. You, you could end up arrested for that, I think. You could. You really could, depending on your undergarment situation. We had a female coworker back in the day. I'm sure Jack recalls this. It's seared into his mind. She would, uh, she would sit out in the newsroom with her legs splayed. She was manspreading as a woman. Yes. yes. Equality. Equality, uh, yes. Sturdy gal. A good gal in a high wind. Very short skirt. Yes. So I'm staring right at, every time I'd look over there, like, ah! <laughs> look out! And I don't know if that was on purpose or what. I don't think so. It was, it was beckoning to you, but you did not heed the call. Yeah, and then, then we had a newsman who was wearing his trousers too low, and every time he would bend over, in roughly the same spot oh. when I would look over, I would see uh, I remember much, that pretty much his full ass. I mean, it was, it was <laughs> six inches worth of hiney. Why did we not buy him a belt? <laughs> I don't know. Or put a screen over the window. I didn't need neither one of those things. They were distracting. It's amazing we were able to do the professional radio show we were. Oh, yeah. Uh, all that stuff we mentioned and more. We got so much good stuff today. Tucker Carlson had a fantastic segment last night on the class system in America that I just saw. was so damn, so damn good I want to talk about. Um, Can't wait. Lots of After stuff. After more live coverage of Tiger Woods' recovery. <laughs> God, Tiger! Armstrong and Getty. 
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Do I understand there's yet another vaccine that's out that they say is really effective? That's really exciting stuff. Another one. We're on top of this thing vaccine-wise. I'm 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 glad. I'm happy. I'm happy for the countries that are going to be getting more and have access maybe to this one more than the other ones. But it's like hearing that there's been a new breed of unicorn, you know, produced. I, I don't have a unicorn. I can't seem to get a unicorn. Nobody's <laughs> given me any unicorns. The only real question is how will the vaccine affect Tiger Woods' legs? That's what I wonder. <laughs> wow! Wow! Mailbag. Come on. <laughs> Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from Frederick Douglass. I would unite with anybody to do right and with nobody to do wrong. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. It's it's simple, but you got to think about it. I would unite with anybody to do right and with nobody to do wrong. And one of the Let's... many heartbreaking things about slavery, and there are many, it's a bad thing. Um, is that a brain like that was going to spend his life toiling like a mule and not realize any of the potential, not only for his sake, but for humanity's sake. Right. Right. Indeed. And there are millions of minds like that being uh, oppressed by the Chinese at this point and all over the world. There's plenty. Of, there's more slavery now than there's ever been. I'm sorry. What was the corner speed like that Tiger Woods was going at? I have no time for that foolishness. Moving along to the correspondence proper. Hey, guys, it's me, Crystal, Mrs. Poindexter from your show. The very attractive Catholic mom whose kids were heaved out of the school because she has an OnlyFans page. She writes, oh, I've been a huge four-hour-a-day listener to you guys forever. Wow, that's something. It is something. Shouldn't we get a discount or a free membership or something? I hmm, Can't we look at you uh, in lingerie for free if we're uh, entertaining you on a daily basis? For I, free? I, looking I for handouts. We're entertaining you for free. You entertain us for free. It just seems like... See, Crystal, this is why I'm in charge of the written communication. <laughs> I merely wrote back and, and wished her children well that they find a new school home. Yeah. Et cetera. Anyway, thanks for the Was note, she, Crystal. Uh, nice she unhappy with us in any way about the conversation well, no, or anything? Not at all. In fact, she said, she said, I realize the story's probably kind of played for your audience, but if you want to chat... Just give me, give me a note. Did Drop we, me a note. Did we just make it clear there what was going on? The... I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I did my setup. Uh, moving along. Uh, I know you're busy uh, checking the web for Tiger Woods updates. Uh, <laughs> John with no H writes, I was laughing today while you guys were talking about the OnlyFans. My girlfriend started her OnlyFans page last month and has already made enough money to quit her second job. What? Yes. She's How really enjoying the empowerment. Enough? How can there be enough demand? If there's that many women willing to, like, here, I'll, I'll put on a French maid outfit for you for $5 a month, how can there be enough dudes? Come, survey my boob. To pay for all those. There's about the same number of dudes as there are ladies. <laughs> <laughs> well, and considering Roughly. that yeah, uh, every yeah. woman on earth isn't willing to do this, you know, it's it's a one woman in, in 50,000, that's 50,000 guys wow. for her. I don't I don't have any concept of how much time the average guy spends looking at hot chicks online, I guess. Maybe it's way more so far today or like all day long. (laughs) Anyway, back to John with no H. Uh, She's really enjoying the empowerment of it all and wants to build her following to do it full time since her page seems to be growing fast. The only downside is I don't think OnlyFans offers a 401k or pension. I have yet to bring this up because I'm rather enjoying this phase. (laughs) 
Yeah, you're you're self-employed. You need to you need to handle your own health care and your own retire. Yeah, you gotta you, you you learn that stuff. Hopefully, it's a it's a gig. It's the gig economy. Yeah. And it would seem from my the, gig is look at my bottom. And it would seem from the mom who listens to our show, whose kids got kicked out of the Catholic school, that uh, it's not something you age out of at 22. Like I would have guessed, there apparently is a a crowd out there that wants to see a 40 year old and is willing to pay for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a beautiful, mature woman is a wonderful thing. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. How about this, Tom? Now, this is a, a shift in topic, definitely, but I think it's very important, and it's going to set up some things we're going to be talking about later that I think are as important to any as anything happening in our republic, and that is the emergency powers being exercised under COVID. Tom writes, Absolutely. Uh, the power we gave to the government over COVID will never be taken back. Promise safety of any type, for any reason, and the populace will follow. Tom, you're absolutely right, but we will be attacking that. we got to talk about that more later. Britt Hume said it's the biggest policy failure of his lifetime, and he's a very old man. Uh, uh, Attorney General Barr said it's the greatest theft, theft of, of, of rights in this country outside of slavery in our nation's history, and he's absolutely right about that. What's the definition of a threft? Exactly. Uh, Dan explains why he would say to a pollster, yes, the election was stolen. His explanation is eloquent. It is complete and a tad too long for the seconds we have left in this segment. But we'll try to get back to that, as well as a pretty darn good uh, illustration, uh, explanation of why these uh, non-fungible tidbits, what are tokens, tokens uh, how they're a real thing. And the vaccines are 100% effective. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Four hours of Tiger Woods coverage today on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We talk to doctors, golfers, uh, road construction, cops, uh, Hooters waitresses. Oh, jeez. I, I have one question about the Tiger Woods thing. Was he on? Was he all ambient up? That's what I want to know. They don't think so. I guess that there are wrecks on that road all the time. People go too fast. Man, that's a heck of a thing. I saw the picture. How's your, I thought, by yourself, how's your car get way, way over there? Rolled a bunch. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. I think I read uh, no skid marks either. So I yeah, uh, hit the median. I got, I got a little uh, a guff for bringing that up yesterday, whether or not he was ambient up. Uh, not being. That's no, none of your business. And I thought, um, well, he's had, he's, he's been in the news with, with vehicle-related things twice in my memory. Mm-hmm. One, he was all ambient up, backed his car into a fire hydrant, and his wife was beaten on the windshield with a club. Yeah, then the it's a rough ne- night. Then the next time, he was sitting at a stoplight with four flat tires asleep. <laughs> unaware of what coast he was on. Unaware within 3,000 miles of his location. Yeah. So it's not crazy if you hear no. him roll his car to think perhaps that was... No, you deserve zero guff. That's the first thing the cops were checking. Fantastic. No guff. No guff. No guff needed. Um, uh, The number of people who are worried about the vaccine is uh, way too high. Um, And uh, the Atlantic with a long, but I repeat myself, article (laughs) um, uh, about this. And here's the author basically saying they're 100% effective. Come on, people. I think we're probably downplaying just how great these vaccines are. 
like the numbers that are most reported in the media, the numbers that are most reported in headlines are the efficacy numbers for symptomatic infection. So when you see like, you know, Pfizer, 94%, Moderna, 95%, Johnson, Johnson, 66%, that's efficacy against symptomatic infection. But disease isn't just infection. It's about whether you get the disease, whether you can transmit the disease, and whether it can kill you, right? I mean, people get common colds all the time. No one cares about that infection. And what makes these vaccines so special in a way that I think is really downplayed in the press too often is that they are 100% successful in the trials at blocking hospitalizations and deaths. Wow. Not 66, not 95 100 percent out of 75,000 people that went through these trials for Pfizer and Moderna and AstraZeneca, Johnson Johnson, Novavax, no one, zero out of 75,000 were hospitalized after four weeks and none of them died in that arm of the trial. I mean, these shots are miracles. And so when we're deciding between shots, I, in a way, don't want people looking at these headline figures, 95 or How? Is it possible the media did such a bad job of telling us about these things when they first came out? Including Gosh, places a combination like, of ignorance and bias toward bad news, I guess. Including places like the Wall Street Journal and stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, or the Washington Post, New York Times. You'd think there'd be a doctor who'd say, no, 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 or a statistician or somebody would say, no, no, no. In effect, these are 100% effective. You're looking mm-hmm. at it the wrong way. Yeah. The Israeli experience, by the way, which is now uh, quite uh, far down the road, is they've vaccinated many, many uh, hundreds of thousands of people and have had like, I can't remember, it's like three out of 100,000 might end up in the hospital with the COVID. So it's a little less than 100%, but it's miraculously effective. It's It's close enough for government work, as they say. Vanishingly small. Wow. So that's what everybody should know. Yeah. They're 100% effective. You're not going to end up in the hospital, let alone dead, if you get the dang vaccine. Right. That's huge, right. man. Well, it is huge, and it's huge in a lot of ways. It, uh, obviously, in terms of not wanting to croak at the Chinese bad fever, huge in terms of getting the economy back up and running and people in the restaurants and bars and the kids, for God's sake, back in school. And also, and, and we've been talking about this, some of our uh, fabulous listeners have, and Ross Duthat in the uh, New York Times, they're talking conservatives, th- thinking about this. The rescinding of the emergency powers is way overdue. I mean, the, idea, the very idea of emergency powers ought to send a chill into the heart of any liberty-loving American. Um, and we've granted enormous sweeping powers to our dope governors and and, and uh, county health jackasses and the rest of it. County and, uh, health jackasses. Well, in many cases, that they have been. I mean, they're just they're reasonably capable of like get, keeping the county clinic open so that people without insurance can get some uh, penicillin for the kid. It's a good service, and I'm in favor of it. But but the idea that they should be granted sweeping powers, you know, which require incredible restraint and great wisdom is just idiotic. But anyway, do thoughts writing about the fact that recently both uh, President Biden and Dr. Fauci have been saying, well, maybe by next Christmas, we don't know. We, uh, they're being very careful, which is fine. That's It's okay if they want to be extra careful so they're not over-promising and under-delivering. But his point and my point is that these these crazy Un-American emergency powers are being justified by the state of the COVID nation. 
And if things are great and they appear to be great, you got to say so. And you've got to relinquish those damn powers. Cut it out. Open everything. We've been saying this forever. Let people know, all right, here's the level of danger. Here's the way you deal with it. Now go do your thing. What's stopping, for instance, the state of California for saying today, everything's open? I'd say, I'm well, maybe everything. I have to think this over. I was about to say, maybe movie theaters, maybe, you know, we don't have concerts or whatever. Full stadiums for basketball games. But every dang store, restaurant, all that sort of stuff, it's open. It's open now. It's open today. Go, yeah. wear a mask, look in the window, see if it seems safe to you. If it seems safe, go in. If it doesn't, don't. Well, and as a liberty-loving guy, I say, given the number of people who've either had it or been vaccinated, if you choose to go to a basketball game and you haven't had it and you haven't been vaccinated and you get it, that's not my problem. You you make your own decision. Plus, if you're under if you're under sixty, you're probably going to be fine anyway. Right, right. So to uh, quote Ross, uh, do that, or is it doubt had or do fate, or I don't even know. Um, because he uses purdy words. I'll just read this to you. But after a year of misery, death, and sacrifice, the public has a right to know in advance when the emergency should reasonably be over. People who are struggling or despairing right now need a sense of hope or of light at the end of winter's tunnel. People who are unsure whether to be vaccinated deserve to be told that it can actually change all of our lives and quickly. And this is the key part to me. An official struggling to balance risk aversion and the reopening imperative need to be given a permission structure that encourages them to choose normalcy and soon. See, that's the problem. If I never let my kids play on the playground, they will never be injured, and that will make me a good dad. Of course, that would make me a horrifying dad. That would make me a, a prison guard, not a father. And so these the, the, the only risk they see, these politicians who we unwisely granted emergency powers, the only risk they see is if they let us live our lives. So I better not let them live their lives. It's despicable to me. Greatest theft of personal freedom in U.S. history outside of slavery. I agree. Which it absolutely is. And it continues? Wow. To a large extent, it does. I mean, look at San Francisco. We talked about this yesterday. San Francisco that has the lowest... Uh, Chinese bat fever rate of any major city in America still has its schools closed. All of them. It's still a ghost town downtown. Well, except for the private schools, which are up and running, and the kids are getting educated full speed ahead. But all the public schools are closed. You're telling me that, quote-unquote, emergency power shouldn't be lifted, and every damn teacher refuses to show up to teach ought to be freaking fired. I saw a story out of San Francisco, front page, where there was a dead guy laying in the street all afternoon, and nobody did anything about it. People just walked by, drove by. Last time Judy and I went to a uh, San Francisco Giants game, uh, we uh, we were leaving the game, and there was a a large fellow, uh, heavy set, uh, pantless, on the sidewalk, uh, more or less humping the sidewalk Ooh. in front of the thousands of fans exiting the game. There was a cop right over there. If I knew his name, I could have shouted it, and he would have turned and looked at me. Uh, and everybody's just ignoring it. So uh, your point would be, if there were yet another guy who appeared to be asleep laying on the sidewalk, but in this case they were dead, why would that get any attention? It's amazing. If a 300-pound man fornicating with asphalt isn't noticed, some guy just laying there is surely not going to be noticed. 
the surprising thing is that in the same, that that it wasn't days or weeks before anybody said anything. Yeah, yeah. That's There's a guy that, where where our radio station used to be. Remember, there was that guy that slept out in the bushes fairly regularly, just outside yep. the door. Yeah, he could have been dead for quite a while before I would have ever noticed. Well, you're not going to bother him. I didn't go check yes, his don't pulse do drugs, man. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. Anyway, where were we? Remember when our coworker laid? The guy was laid, spread out, and our coworker laid down next to him in the same position for a picture. I don't know if that would be you could pull that off anymore and tweet it out. That's, it might uh, that's be politically incorrect. <laughs> that was Pat Sean that did that. <laughs> <It's a> funny <laughs> picture, <laughs> laid in exactly the same way that guy was laying. On I do not approve. No, it's not. It's it's mocking uh, uh, drug addiction. Those experiencing homelessness, exactly, or, yeah, or exactly. some guy who just passed out on the lawn. What the hell do I know? Exactly. I don't know how he I'm came allowed to, to sleep here. Yeah, yeah, sure, of course. Um, uh, three more hours of Tiger Woods coverage on the way. Oh, oh no, 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 no. And uh, and also some more news we've got to get to on uh, a whole bunch of different fronts. Um, so many interesting things going on uh, that got obscured by Tiger Woods uh, crashing his car yesterday including how we're getting tougher on uh, China, kind of, but more people are recognizing, hey, hey, everyone, there's a genocide going on over there, and are we going to do anything about it? I think the pressure is mounting for our government to uh, to say something official on that. Actually, I was going to, later in the show, look up what the official definition of a uh, genocide is. They absolutely mean it. Um, Clearly. How, how could you possibly ignore it if that's the case? Anyway, all that stuff on the way. I still want this. What is your audio or, or, or video news source that you go to every day? Text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Japanese Prime Minister Yoshihida Suga yesterday appointed Tetsushi Sakamoto as Minister of Loneliness to his cabinet. Said Sakamoto, thank you, I think. They have minister a, of loneliness. a minister of loneliness in Japan. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They have something wow. that they're dealing with that they call Kodakushi. Or lonely deaths. Oh my in Japan. gosh! That that is a postmodern, post-growth society. Post-child, yeah, yeah. They involve people dying inside their homes, remaining undiscovered for long periods of time because they don't have kids. They just nobody's nobody's paying attention. Yeah, Japan was on the cutting edge of all. Your time is online. Your only sexual experience is porn. You don't have kids. You don't get married. They have the highest percentage of people over 60 of anywhere in the world. And obviously the pandemic has made things worse as you're old and childless and in your apartment. Wow. And sounds by your own cat. And it would seem a a number of people perfectly happy with that as they're online doing whatever you do online. Go to fans only sites. Go to Finds Only sites and look at uh, moms from the Catholic school in lingerie. <laughs> Apparently that's what you do with your life. Will do. Will do. <laughs> Will do. Life well lived. We talked about this uh, this next subject a fair amount 
last year during the George Floyd deal and the Black Lives Matter protests and the rioting and the looting and the burning and such, uh, studies came out done by liberal news organizations that pointed out how very, very few unarmed black men are actually shot by the cops, and often it's uh, when they are trying to get the cops' weapon from them, which is not to excuse any act of police brutality, unnecessary force exercised by the government on its citizens. You can't put up with that as free people. On the other hand, the twisted, twisted coverage of the news media has led people to some twisted, twisted ideas about how often this sort of thing happens. Uh, Clip number 40, Tucker Carlson. The researchers asked people to estimate the number of unarmed African-Americans who were killed by the police in 2019. Here are the results. 44% of Americans who describe themselves as liberal believe the total number of killed was, quote, a thousand or more. More than a thousand unarmed African-Americans gunned down by cops. Is that true? Well, as it happened, we have definitive statistics on this. They're publicly available. You can find them in about a minute. The actual number of unarmed African Americans killed by the police in 2019 was 27. So more than 1,000 versus the reality of 27. Quite a spread. And it was not an anomaly. The rest of the study found similar results. I remember that study also showed that white people are statistically more uh, likely to be shot by cops during an encounter. But black people more likely to be cuffed or hit with a stick or whatever. And again, it just any unnecessary police violence is to be frowned upon and dealt with, period. Well, of course. But this is another, uh, you know, failure of media. Um, and we all need to get better sources or they need to get better at it or something. The fact that. Most people don't know the vaccines are 100% effective when they are. The fact that whatever that stat was we had a couple of weeks ago, that people think it's 80 times more deadly than it is. For younger people, that's right. (laughs) Because you just kind of get this vibe from, you know, cable news or wherever you're getting your news that it's so deadly. And the same with uh, unarmed black men being shot by cops. The news coverage would lead you to believe, even if you never heard any particular numbers, that it's a very large problem. In yeah. fact, it's the problem there yeah. for a while. I know you really like some of the stuff Tucker did in that segment. Do you want to hit it now or, or uh, hold on to that for a little later? Uh, I don't know that segment, so. Oh, okay. All right. I thought the stuff you were having edited was from that same thing. No, it doesn't matter. We'll do it later. Though. Yeah, we'll do that later. Uh, you know, on the topic of the COVID, though, and I really appreciated this note from John, uh, the, the, the weirdly grief-drenched, sullen talk by the president the other day. John writes, I agree with your take on President Biden's sorrowful talk about the half million deaths by COVID. One other thing that really bothered me was his comparison that it's more deaths than American losses in WW1, 2, and Vietnam. First off, the average of those dying of COVID are over 75 years old, with an average life expectancy of five years more. Whereas the average age of American servicemen dying in those wars probably had to be somewhere around 23 to 25 years old with a life expectancy of perhaps 50 more years. Secondly, how a person dies is also important. While it's awful for a person to die in a hospital without his loved ones around, in almost all instances, it is truly worse to die in war, often a muddy foxhole bleeding death with an arm blown off and an unrelenting enemy trying to finish you off. And then an interesting story indeed. In uh, mid-April 1970, I was in the military in the Vietnam War, constant battles. I was in a uh, relatively safe location. Our unit was providing fire support for Marines. Lots of medevac helos coming back with dead and wounded. 
Periodically, we might hear a part of a segment of Armed Forces Radio, the Saigon, think Good Morning America. The radio reported that Apollo 13 had a problem, and the whole world was holding their breath that the three astronauts would make it back alive. All three astronauts were active-duty U.S. military, and I had nothing against them, but that, at the time, I didn't have mm. a lot of sympathy for them. Interesting. I, I'd never heard that perspective, but obviously true. Right. And I remember thinking that would not be a terrible way to die uh, by an accident, finished off by the forces of nature. To me, at the time, that was certainly preferable to dying in a war, killing and being killed by their fellow man in the most horrendous ways. Interesting. Interesting perspective. Yeah, John, we appreciate the note. Beautifully written, and uh, and thanks for sending it. Much less heavy. I plan to get to this later. This is one of the greatest headlines I've ever seen. Revenge bedtime procrastination could be robbing you of precious sleep time. Revenge bedtime procrastination? Do you suffer from revenge bedtime procrastination? You may. And it's robbing you of precious sleep time. Am I doing this to me or somebody else? Or what, 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 what? sneaking in the window at night? How is, how is this happening? I had no idea I was at risk. Am I at risk? So, I'm at risk. So we'll get to that. That's a good story. And also, our endless team coverage of Tiger, Tiger Woods car wreck, which is really the only important thing that has happened in the world. I hope all other countries have stopped what they're doing to pay attention to a golfer's car wreck. Global pandemic, uh, concentration camps, another world power is trying to sweep across the globe and subjugate mankind, and we're worried about a golfer's car wreck. Very good golfer, though, Jack. How will this affect his effort to eclipse Jack Nicholas's uh, total of majors? Well, it ain't going to help. Back to you, Jim. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty.